This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quickwire Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Bring in the new year with Rubik's Groove, your outside-of-the-box, totally 80s, 90s, and aughts dance party band. Go to themulehouse.com for more information and tickets. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. First things first on a Friday. First thing I want to say is condolences to the family and friends of uh, VFL Lee North, one of the great guys, um, really one of the all-time good people in life. And uh, anybody who knew Lee knows that that is a superhuman being uh, who left us uh, yesterday uh, after a bout with cancer. And um, Lee North is just an, just a great dude. Um, so today we dedicate the program to him and in his memory. Beanstar Jeff Henderson, your thoughts on the Nico, I'm a never going to leave you era now being upon us? Because I'm pretty excited right now. We won't have a show on Monday. It's our schedule as it follows. Today, full block, full show. Monday, no daily show, but we will be on Garza Law, fifth quarter fan reaction, celebrating the Nico era, hopefully celebrating Win, lose, or draw, I'm celebrating the Nico era, but hopefully celebrating into the wee small hours of the morning, thus burning myself out into 2024. Because that is one of my, uh, played music last night, Smoky Mountain Brewery, Forbino it goes, and special thanks to Tom, Booker to the Stars there. But uh, Tom, I see you. I see you, big boy. He's out there listening. I, I, I just want to say... I made a New Year's resolution and for 2024. It came to me last night on the stage, and my resolution is to burn myself out. But I'm going to do it doing the things I love. Bino Jeff Henderson, one of those things is my Tennessee Vol football team. I'm rocking a Philadelphia Star shirt on, RIP, second era, two years, always be number one in my heart. Your thoughts on the Nico, I'm never going to leave the era, beginning in earnest, and, and how we arrived here, and how excited are you? Well, I, I don't know how fair it is of me, Tony, but I'm extremely excited about it getting started. Um, I'm, uh, I've been anxious to see Nico play, um, and it was nothing that Joe did. I, I think uh, I think that uh, Watson Brown, on his first appearance uh, of this year, uh, said it best, and I'll, I'll paraphrase he said something to the effect of joe milton's only only real sin is he wasn't hitting hooker um uh, you know joe's done everything that anybody could have asked him to do here he's been a quality uh teammate um and you know it's odd but i really believe that joe milton's time here will be viewed more fondly 
now because he stepped aside than it would have been if he'd have played and played well. I don't know how fair that is, but I believe that's pretty accurate. You know, um, that, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. I'd be real curious to see, you know, a buddy of mine who we both respect, I'm going to keep his name out of this, but he thinks our fan base is way, way, way underestimating Iowa. Hey, Brian Hartman, the Vols have 20 active NFL players. I mean, that's a pretty good indication of what kind of program you've had, right, down through the years. It's a decent indicator. The Vols have 20 active NFL players. How many does Iowa have? Because I wonder how lightly we're taking this. We act like these guys don't have athletes. Wouldn't you say, Bino, that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the thought from a lot of Vol fans? We're, we're getting ready to play a slow, I mean, I call it what it is, a slow white team from the Big Ten who you know, doesn't have athletes. It, it, well, wouldn't you say being star? Yeah. Beat the hell out of them in that bowl game about nine years ago. There you too. go. That's another, you that's go. another way to say the fan base is probably thinking they're going to do it again. But you know, it's a 10-win football team. Are we taking them too lightly? Because here's the truth. We have 20 active NFL players. I'm going to ask both you guys. How many do you think they have? Active NFL players. I'll say they have somewhere south of 30 but north of 20. What do you think, Bino? Yeah, I was going to go with Brian. I was going to say 24, 25. They have 30 active NFL players. Wow. Yeah. No, it's it's a good program. It's a winning program, Tony. It's just this team is their their team this year is completely punchless and you you never can really tell yep. how good some of these Big 10 defenses are. Nope. By what their numbers are coming out of their conference play, because I, I know you watched Ohio State and Michigan and saw a different game than I. Yep. I watched two teams playing offense that looked like General Nealon had started it. I don't know who couldn't defend that. I, I just think most of the time their defenses are overrated. We we may find out that this Iowa defense is every bit as good as the numbers suggest that it is, uh, but. With the Big Ten, I'll believe it when I see it. Michigan's going to lay the smack down on Alabama. Uh, I'll believe that when I see it. Well, it's Houston Astro effect, man. Crime pays. Crime pays. Uh, Kansas Jayhawks. Under the old rules, crime pays. Mike Krzyzewski under the old rules, crime pays. Gen- uh, well, Wooden, mean, that John Wooden guy with uh, Sam Gilbert playing all his players. Been cheating? No. You know, you, you go back to... Alabama wears a white hat. They wear the white hat in this one, Bino. Bino, uh... According to my boy, SEC Dallas, Mike. Remember Dallas sheep. Clark, who played with Peyton Manning? Yeah, Dallas played, Clark. Played with Cubs. White Lightning. Good player. Great player. Remember Bob Sanders? I do. You don't Absolutely. win the Super Bowl without Bob Sanders. Oh, that's, that is exactly Just right. Just kidding, SEC Mike. Here's the thing. You're my boy. You know that. Here's my thing. I I just wonder, and I'm not trying to be funny today. I wonder if we're under if I'm underestimating them. This is a true freshman going out there who really hasn't had many reps. You know, who kind, he's kind of been mishandled to this point, you know, and and really, it, it makes that, me kind of yeah. wonder if they'd have been better as far as winning the game goes by playing. Oh, no, stop no, it! No. Oh, stop! <laughs> 
Stop! Stop it! One thing I think we are underestimating for sure, Tony, yeah. is uh, they're extremely good in close games. Extremely good. Extremely good. And I, I don't see this being anything but a close game. Yeah. I took the Vols in the eight early, but I didn't know Nico was going to play. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to be a fun going to be a fun day. It's going to be a great weekend. If you're a football fan this weekend between the NFL and the, and the college stuff and last night and tonight and today and the Kentucky and the this and the Clemson and the blah, 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 today's a great day. Last the, night was uh, really good. Cleveland Haslam's are in the playoffs. God, Brian, I'm trying to have a good day, and you've said two things that have really urinated me off. Would you stop it? Put a governor. Stifle it, as uh, Archie Bunker used to say. Bino, were you an all-in-the-family fan? Because I loved it. Stifle it. He'd look right at his son-in-law and go, meat head. He said, from the neck up, you got a piece of meat. Dingbat. Stifle and yourself. Dingbat. Stifle yourself. I, I absolutely loved all in the family and Sanford and Son. Marvin Harrison, guys, to come back next year, only asked for $15 million from Ohio State's collective. So he's not playing in their bowl game. So now Iowa is on the mic with a punchless Ohio State team who's without a quarterback. Here's the thing, though. An ex sent me a text today, and he's right. One of the great by, and I want to talk to Hughie on the other side about this. One of the interesting byproducts, and look, we're all living through this together. I'll be honest with you, I didn't see this coming. I thought that the bowl games up till now have been kind of unwatchable. But now that the better teams, you're seeing the better teams, and a bunch of them have opt-out quarterbacks, it's made it very interesting. The kid from Oklahoma last night, though he turned the ball over several times, is going to be a real, he's going to be a handful for us next year. Do you see that, Bino? Did you see what I saw? Because that kid's going to be a handful next year. That's a nice player right there. Yeah, Tony. There's uh, we're we're seeing some we're seeing some replacements that are pretty good. Yep. Uh, much so far, much better than last year. The kid from USC, really nice player. Yes. Nice yes. player. I mean, I, you know that not. Uh, apparently, that kid wasn't like tremendously in their plans. He needs to get in their plans. Because I don't know how you yeah, play better than I that. His performance the other night should have changed their plans if they were looking well, to their plans. bring their next starter out of the transfer portal. No doubt about it. Or their plans kind of sucked if he wasn't in their plans. Interesting. Great. We'll come back on the other. Well, I mean, our guy didn't like Hendon Hooker. It's weird, man. Sometimes, sometimes the very thing can be right in front of your eyes, and you just don't see it like a love song. Like a love song, you know? Butch Jones and Trevor Lawrence. Butch Jones, Butch Jones, Butch Jones. We come back on the other side, Mike Huguenin joins, and then it's us. In other words, a vat of information is coming your way. It is show prep for everybody else that endeavors to speak into a microphone. It is the show of record. It is the show that told you on the 26th when everybody else was off. That, hey, we're hearing that, uh, and I don't want to believe it because I couldn't comprehend it, but that Milton, Nico is going to play and potentially Milton's going to opt out. I mean, all those things. I just can't keep inside. Under cover of the night. So we come back on the other side after this. 
This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hi, it's Terry from Tillis Jewelry. Our customers know us for our one-of-a-kind custom jewelry. And this year, we've outdone ourselves with the TJ Collection Christmas Edition. Feast your eyes on the deco line, featuring a modern twist on the lovely art deco style. You won't be disappointed. We guarantee you'll love everything about the TJ Christmas Edition. Stop by Tillis Jewelry on Columbia Square, where the best surprises come in small, beautifully wrapped packages. Happy holidays from Tillis Jewelry. 
The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Elevate your day at Old School Vapor. Check out our selection of disposables like Kato Bar, Viho, Raz, Lost Mary, Breeze, and more. Enjoy 35% off your entire e-liquid purchase and 20% off everything else. With every $20 Club 13 purchase, snag a chance to win a Rad Runner e-bike. And for Exodus lovers, every purchase gets you a ticket to win an Xbox Series S. Check us out at OldSchoolVapor.com. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Does it get any better? I mean, I'm asking you now. Bino, you and I were out at the Calhoun's on the River. I was talking to to Tom the Booker Man last night. We were talking about uh, next year, our plans, you know. Bino, you remember those beautiful days? Looking into that sun-splashed sky, Neyland Stadium on the horizon, down there at Calhoun's on the River, America's showplace, in America's college sports city, and then hearing the dulcet tones of Mike Huguenin. Is that a beautiful thing, Bino, or what, man? Like it was yesterday, Tony. On the Westwood One Radio Network. Are we blessed people, or what? That's the question. Amen. TLD Logistics Hotline. Ladies and gentlemen, you bow your head when you say his name. He is your Friday date. He's number one in the number two slot, number one in your heart, number one in your program. He is back from his sickness and his illness, though he still sounds like he's got a little lingering, a little linger. Do you have to let it linger, as the old song goes? Is that the Cranberries, Hughie? Do you know? What now? Do you have to let it linger? I don't know that phrase. I don't know that. I'm all over the place. Hughie, good uh, good day to you, my friend. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you as well. And uh, now we get an, an orgy of uh, college football for the next four days. That's an interesting choice of words. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, but, I mean, Family I think entertainment. that there have been some more interesting bowl games the last couple of days. USC's performance was uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Arizona-Oklahoma was was a fun game to watch, mm. so I wonder what, what would have happened if Oklahoma had Dylan Gabriel. And, and that's the thing. I mean, the, the, we 
talking off the air about the quarterbacks. Um, and, you know, you could, you, I, I'm, I'm one of those who thinks, you know, you could have 21 of your 22 starters opt in, but if the guy who opts out is your quarterback, well, it's not the same team, obviously. So, um, going to be interesting the next couple days, the next three days. Um, who is going to step up, make plays, and who is going to sort of wither um, because they're not that good? And, you know, Miller Moss stepped up, played really well for USC. Miller Moss. Jackson Arnold did okay for Oklahoma, though he made some abysmal passes. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be, it's you know, the, the, the name brands are getting bigger, um, but there's still a heck of a lot of opt-outs, unfortunately. Hey, the kid from Oklahoma – Look, I, I'm somebody that sees. I, I try to see it as you see it. The kid's got the kid's got a nice arm. And he can play. Yeah, a and, bit. and and Dylan Gabriel basically the reason he left for Oregon was he knew it. He wasn't. They they wanted Jackson Arnold to play. That's right. Because he's not going. He's a three year guy. They think so. Let's you know he he reg, he played as a true freshman this year as a backup. They didn't want to run the risk of him leaving if Gabriel came back. So this is Jackson Arnold's team now. He showed some good things. Yep. But he also made mistakes, which you would expect sure. from a guy who hasn't played a lot. And that's the so, thing with Nico, you know. And we'll get to that. We'll get to the Tennessee game. But the thing I'm gonna caution Tennessee fans is Iowa's game is to bait you. They are going to bait you into seeing things that you don't see on the field. That's what they're, and they do it to veteran quarterbacks and take balls away. So, uh, at last night, like with the Oklahoma deal. I was just so happy for Jed Fish. Uh, the great Matt Dixon shares with me that Jed Fish and Howie Roseman, the general manager of the Eagles, were, were college roommates, yeah. At the University of Florida, of all places. Yep. yep. I mean, uh, that's Roseman wild. Roseman was a GA, not, not Roseman, uh, Fish was a GA uh, under Spurrier, and then his first wow. job was as a high school coach in Gainesville. Uh, at P.K. Young High School, which is the Florida, quote-unquote, lab school. Which it's begs the question, Hughie, it begs, because all politics are local. When the Florida job opens next year, and I think it's a certainty, that thing, it's probably going to open during the season. I mean, you look at their schedule. When it opens, is he on their radar, Jed oh, Fish? I would, think, I would think so. The question is, which who will the AD be? Because I don't think they would let the current AD hire a third football coach. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty amazing stuff there. So that's something to watch as we uh, wind our way into 2024 and in the next season. And you start looking at the sidebars and the way it, you know, the the, the, the Florida story is certainly one that's going to kind of loom. You, you think I'm hot taking there, Hughie, and looking at Jet Fish and going, hey, that kind of makes sense? I mean, am I hot no, taking? No, I, I don't think so at all. Um, he's coaching the NFL. He's done a phenomenal job at Arizona in a quick, in a quick time, quick amount of time. I think you look at Arizona, I think they return their entire starting offensive line. They return their quarterback. They return their best receiver. They return two of their top three rushers. Uh, and another receiver might come back as well. He's a fourth-year senior, the Cowan kid. But he's really small, and I'm not sure the NFL teams, how, how high they are on him. So you could have an Arizona team that scored a boatload of points this year um, have nine starters back next year. Uh, and as they move into the Big 12, which does not have a bell cow with, with Texas and Oklahoma leaving. So not, not that Arizona is going to become that bell cow program, but Arizona, you know, if you had said two years ago, well, Arizona, 
Arizona's moving to the Big 12. Uh, who cares? They're going to be bottom feeder. Well, this current version of Arizona looks like it could contend for the Big 12 title next season, along with Kansas State, because, again, I love them. Texas is leaving. I love that Arizona team. I First of all, when you go to a one-win program, and two years later you win ten games, and you see that kid they interviewed on the field, that safety after that game. Yeah, that was uh, that was a cool interview by Kubelik. That was a great uh, job then, uh, by Kubelik. Another thing, I don't know if, if yeah, I was watching. After the game, yeah. you know, Jaden Delora started at quarterback last year. That's right. Started the first four games this year, got hurt, and never earned his job back. But he's still a captain. After the game, the co- uh, Fish went up and high-fived and gave Fafita, the current quarterback, a quick hug. And then he found Delora, and they talked for like 15 seconds as they were embraced. I love it. And Delora is transferring. The kid can play. Yes. He played at Washington State and started. Uh, he put up good numbers last year at Arizona on a team that was not very good. Mm-hmm. Started the first four games this year, went 3-1. and one. He can play. And my assumption is he'll go to a Mountain West school and be the starting quarterback next year. Great Mike Hugan and joining us. Breaking it down scientifically, he is uh, he's our Friday date. He knows the rosters. Last week he told me, Tony, I'm watching these bowl games. Now they're getting watchable. Now they're fun. Hughie, let's jump ahead to Monday, and then I'm going to go back and talk about the uh, weekend card because Bino's got questions. I got questions. Brian has questions. Nico starting against this Iowa bunch. What's your sense of this? That's a tough first start. Iowa's defense is legitimate. Now, you can joke about their offense. And no, no matter what joke you make, it's legit because that offense is garbage, beyond garbage. It's you watch them, and it's. I think I've said it in your show a couple times. I love talking about Iowa because it's like we're awesome on defense and we're awesome on special teams. You ask him a question about their offense, well, we're awesome on defense and we're awesome on special teams. It's like they don't realize they have to play offense. Um, but that defense is really good. Now, the best corner to the John kid is out. He's hurt. He's been hurt. But uh, they have a really good linebacker, Jay Higgins. Um, they're extremely fundamentally sound. They turn you over. Um, they're, extremely, they're just really well coached defensively. Um, and if I'm the Tennessee offensive coaching staff, I'm intrigued to see how Nico handles a legitimately high-level defense. And the Iowa defensive coordinator is Phil Parker. Phil Parker is going to give him a couple looks that uh, i got to think he's going to be like, I have no idea what they're doing on that side of the ball. So, and that, Because that's the way Phil Parker is. He likes to blitz. He's aggressive. But he also thinks I can get to the passer with four guys. Um, but they do occasionally blitz. and He's got some funky ones. They're just fundamentally sound. They, they steer everything to their linebackers, and their linebackers are very, very good tacklers. Mike, do you, um, do you think this is the year uh, when we see Iowa and Michigan's defensive units play up to the numbers that they've accumulated to this time against SEC opponents or other opponents that maybe – have a little bit more diversified uh, offenses with a little bit more speed? Or is this going to be another year where we see that those defenses are good but not quite as good as they were uh, advertised? Yeah, I, I, I think Alabama's going to beat Michigan. Uh, I think Iowa's going to beat Tennessee, though. Um, I'm not a 
the idea that you're starting a true freshman quarterback making his first start, that, that tempers my enthusiasm for how much Tennessee's offense is going to be able to do. Um, the, the thing is, I, I was defense. I'm sorry, I was offense really is bad. And if Tennessee gets 17 points, they're going to win the game. Um, so, and the Iowa quarterback, Deacon Hill, is bad. Um, he, he throws picks. Um, so, you know, Tennessee maybe gets a short field or two, um, turns over into, you know, a touchdown and a field goal or two touchdowns or something like that. I was behind the eight ball. But I was really good on special teams. Um, but the I think part of the thing with Iowa's defense, in the past couple of years they've had guys opt out um, in bowl games. And plus, you know, we bowls don't mean anything anymore except for the two playoff games. So I think I was one of those teams. I think this Iowa team, for whatever reason, um, it will. I think they have one injured guy. I don't think anybody's opting out. Um, I don't think anybody's anybody notable is, is, is in the portal for them. So um, it, it is going to be interesting. But, again, Nico making his first start, I think that Iowa's defense is going to pose uh, problems for the balls because of the lack of experience at quarterback. What's a successful day look like for Tennessee's offense against them, Hugie? Like, what's a what's a point total in that game? That well, I you think, think if they get to twenty-one, they're winning. So that maybe even seventeen, uh, assuming the Tennessee defense shows up ready to play. But the thing is, I don't think you have to be on point to shut down Iowa because that offense it literally, it really, legitimately is it's horrendous. You watch them. You know, they script the first, I think it's first 15 plays, and they're, they're you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, those scripted plays are a 5, and then they become a 1 or a 2. There is no um, pattern to the play calling. It's just it's, they don't block well. Their receivers don't scare anybody. Their running backs are okay. Their best tight end is hurt. It's just a, a brutally bad offense. So, um, I think if Tennessee's offense scores 17 or 20, 17, I think is enough to win. But assuming the Tennessee defense shows up and plays with a teeny bit of emotion, um, if Tennessee shows up defensively and plays, this is our best game of the year. Well, I was not going to score because that offense. Seriously, I don't think people. If you watch Iowa play, at some point late in the first quarter, you come away with. This is embarrassing, and I've said I think you know I've sort of been hyperbolic on your show before. Yep. Seeing I've seen better um, series of plays stacked in Pop Warner games. That's really not that hyperbolic because it is a horrible, horrible, horrible offense led by a quarterback who has no business playing uh, in a Power Five league, or even I don't even think he's a G five quarterback. That's Scott Doctorman yesterday. He ripped him seven ways to Sunday, and I was like, wow. Because, you know, he's a pretty laid-back guy. He goes, man, I'm just so, t- so tired of looking at him. It, it is. It's a bad offense. And, you know, they, they've already fired Brian Ferentz. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting for a, you know, his dad's the head coach. As soon as they told him you were not coming back as the offensive coordinator, he removed every. He doesn't wear anything with the Iowa insignia on. And that's, <laughs> that's, his, that's, that's his protest. Okay, whatever. Um, but he's got it, the it, worst it, offense in the world. He was there because of nepotism, exactly. And he's upset that they made it. They basically have given him a jump on life. He got a six-figure, mid-six-figure job. I and mean, what was this guy kidding me? 
Exactly. So, and it's not it's not all Brian's fault because that's what you know. Kirk has Kirk Ferentz has said, I guess, at a pre bowl conference. You know, people need to rem- remember we're, we've been successful. We've played in the Big Ten title oh, game. Gosh. And so, I think it's going to be more of the same uh, for Iowa's offense. But that defense is legitimate. They they do have their punters awesome. Uh, field goal kicker solid. The return game has gone from excellent to okay because DeGene got hurt, who was a great punt returner. Um, but it's, it's all about the Tennessee's offense has to do something and not turn it over. I mean, this, if Tennessee's offense truly struggles, this could be like a 6-3 kind of game. And the weather, he, you know, obviously I'm in Orlando. Bryce pouring a drink. My house is going to the drink game. Drinking there, The weather is going to be in the high 50s, yep. but there's not going to be any rain. Yep. Um so it's going to be crisp fall weather, but so um, uh, you know it's not going to be too cold for anybody to play, and it's not going to be rainy. So if the Tennessee defense shows up with at least a little bit of intensity, uh, I think I was going to struggle to score. But again, I think Tennessee's going to struggle to score because I think making your first start against Iowa is difficult. Bino, Jeff Henderson, I got to ask you something now because we we break it down scientifically with Mike Huguenin, who joins us on Fridays, and we love him. Are you surprised that he just picked Iowa to win this game, Bino? No, 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 no. I, I think Tennessee wins. I just oh, you said Iowa was winning. You said they were going to win if Tennessee's defense doesn't show up. Ah, uh, I think Tennessee's defense is actually the key. You scare me. I think man. Tennessee's offense is going to have problems moving the ball. <sighs> But because Iowa's offense is so bad, if Tennessee shows up with any you. kind of defensive intensity, I, I'm, I'm not sure Iowa hits 10 points. Now, you're on the wrong side of that Michigan game because Alabama is going to get whacked by that Michigan team, y'all. Y'all are missing that. But that's all right. You are allowed to miss that. You are allowed to miss one. So we're, hey, on, Mike, uh, we're on the same page would, here. Uh, Go ahead, Brian. Paul, Paul Chris, would he make a big difference with Iowa's offense? No, that's, they're talking about. That's who we're Paul talking Chris. about hiring him. Hugh, can you right. believe they're that? They're talking about him. And another name is John Budmayer, who's the offensive assistant now. Oh, I'm sure that's wonderful. Um, He'll bring you some new ideas. Get, and you know, I think that you know, I mentioned Ferentz before. It's really what he wants from his offense. But it, you know, Paul Chris would run the exact same kind of offense that he did at Iowa with offensive linemen who aren't nearly as good and running backs who aren't nearly as good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you know, Ferris isn't going to go out and bring in a run-and-shoot guy, obviously. But I think you need to get out, go out of his comfort zone, but he's not going to. So we're, we're going to have more of Iowa being offensively inept um, as the Big Ten gets much more difficult. You know, Iowa has feasted on the Big Ten West. Um, and they interesting, you know, the Big Ten with its scheduling, they allowed teams to keep protected rivalries. Penn yep. State, for instance, doesn't have any. Michigan has two, Ohio State and Michigan State. Iowa has three, the most of any team in the Big Ten. So in some respects, I was thinking, okay, we're, we've made sure that we're going to have two or th- maybe even three conference wins every single season. But they also are going to be playing the – Washingtons and Oregons and oh. USC's and UCLA's of the world, and I don't care, you know, all oh, those, those Pac-12 schools. They don't understand about physical football. Well, Iowa doesn't understand that you're allowed to score points. So, which is what the USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington do realize that. So, just as much as there's going to be culture shock for the Pac-12 teams coming east to play in 
in October and November in the Big Ten in physical football. Well, when Iowa and Minnesota and Wisconsin uh, go west yep. to play in September, October, November, they're, they're going to be playing a different style of football. They're going to be seeing a different style of football. Too. Mike Huguenin, today we got round-the-clock football. Uh, lay it on me, brother. Give me, give me your favorite game on the card today. I'm intrigued by Missouri, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, Ohio. I still can't believe Kyle McCord left to go to Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a quarterback of a team that was ranked second in the country mm-hmm. going into the last weekend of the regular season. Mm-hmm. He leaves. No one cares, and he goes to Syracuse. Um, no, obviously, Ohio State's going to be missing some dudes um, as opt-outs. Harrison's I'm, I'm out. Hey, did you, did you hear the report? I, I still, yeah. I know Missouri's 10-2. Yep. Um, is, is Missouri really that good? I don't think so. Really? Um, you you think Missouri's going to get pot? You think they're going to beat Missouri? What now? You think they're going to beat Missouri, Hughie? I think Ohio State's got a legit chance because I think Devin Brown's really? pretty good. Really? Uh, Travion Henderson's playing. Um, and I, and you know, I know Missouri has Missouri wants to show everybody. Well, we're Mizzou, we're good. We're you know, you've been sleeping on us all year. But I think there's some Ohio State players who also are. Um, you know, you lose your last two games of the season. And you guys were vastly overrated. You know, get out, get out of here with this Ohio State stuff. But I think that's going to be an interesting game because I think even with the opt outs for Ohio State, uh, it's going to be an Ohio State team that wants to play. And I think that if they want to play, they are better than Missouri. So, the card this weekend, grade it for me. I think, well, just because of Monday, it's it's an A plus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the Orange Bowl on paper, you know, oh my God, number five and number six. Well, I think the last thing I heard was 40 players combined are either portaled, opting out, or injured for Georgia and Florida State. Um, you know, that's a dog of a game now, I think. Ole Miss-Penn State will be interesting because both teams have their quarterbacks. Um, that, that That's, you know, I don't, I don't think, I, I think Penn State is far more physical than Ole Miss. Well, we're going to find out if either team really wants to be there. Uh, but I think that, and the, and the games Monday, I think, are, are fascinating. I think it's going to be uh, Washington versus Alabama in the title game. I think Washington beats Texas. Um, and I think Alabama does beat Michigan. I don't think Michigan can throw the ball uh, well enough to beat Alabama. And I think Alabama will set off to stop the run, force McCarthy to throw, and he won't be able to. And I think Alabama's offense will make just enough plays. And I think Texas's secondary, uh, if they protect Penix, Penix will throw for 350 against Texas. Hey, Mike, I... Uh... My last thing for you this year, I just want to thank you uh, for all the time you've given us this year. We we always enjoy it. Appreciate your your insight. Uh, two things. One, uh, you've, you've now scared me uh, saying that Tennessee's defense is the key. Um, and outside of the uh, outside of the two playoff games, what's the one matchup left that's the most intriguing to you? I, th- I think it is Missouri-Ohio State because I think Ohio State will – play hard even though they lost to Michigan I think Devin Brown for instance has something to prove the idea that Travion Henderson is playing is interesting 
Um, Ohio State still has some guys um, at wide receiver who you know did not get a lot of run this year. I think they could make some plays because again, I, I know Missouri's ten and two. I just don't think they're that good, and I think that game is interesting on a bunch of levels. And I'm glad it's the eight o'clock so I can watch. Pretty next level, man. It's going to be a really, really fun weekend. And uh, of course, I'm obviously such... there's some interesting NFL games too. So, oh, no doubt about it. But I'll be watching my Sixers tonight. My my Flyers are on a heater right now. I'm fired up. You're probably not an NHL guy, but no, not an NHL guy. But I was intrigued last night to follow the Pistons Celtics score. How about that? How about the Pistons trying to win halftime lead and they lose an OT? Um, worst, I mean, worst team in NBA history. I mean, I think <sighs> I don't know if they can win nine games. I feel for him, man, because that Cade Cunningham kid. He's good. I he's thought. wearing it. He's such a good kid. He's wearing it on his sleeve, um, and they've got a tw- they've got a coach. They're paying twelve million dollars to. They're trying to win. They started out two and one on the two year. Two and one. They and thought they had. So- they thought plus, they had something. If even if you're if you're playing youth sports, if you know you're going against the worst team, you play better because you don't want to be the team that loses to the Pistons for God's sake. So. I feel sorry for for I feel, well, I feel sorry for the Detroit Pistons fans. Though I guess the flip side is the, the sporting gods have made the Pistons horrendous, but the Detroit Lions have won the division. Can you imagine being star? In in all in all sincerity, how hard that must be to be on a team that's going to break that record for futility, and they're going to keep adding to it. That cannot be fun. I know they're getting paid. Yeah, but, but the, it, 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 you have pride. I mean, Again, you're and it's like you know, psychology. everybody's played youth baseball or youth football yeah. or youth basketball or whatever. Yeah, and sometimes you're on a horrible team. That's right. And even, even though you're you know, twelve years old, oh my God, we're horrible. We're horrible, and you feel bad. Yeah. And then you're right. I feel Kate Cunningham. I feel bad for him because I think he is a good player. Hey. That is a for whatever reason. You look at them individually. That's not that bad a team. I no. don't think. But they're when they get on the court, they just fall apart. And seriously, a nineteen point halftime lead and lose. So I guess Boston realized, oh my God, we're going to be the butt of jokes for a week. We need to play harder. Uh, imagine though, in in professional sports, being star. You and I are baseball fans. Being star, even the bad teams in baseball win one of three. Imagine how hard it is to lose. They're going to lose 30 straight games. They're not yeah. favored to win a game till like, their 35th game here. Yeah. Can you imagine, Bino, how hard that is to lose that many games in a row? I mean, that's kind of an accomplishment, really, in a twisted way. I'm wondering how in the world they're going to be favored over anybody. I think the game they're favored over is that San Antonio team with the with, with the uh, Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah, they're horrible. They're just they're they're and on I the other look, side of bad. I think they get the Raptors. And the Raptors aren't they do. Easy. They get the Raptors in two games. Yep. Two, okay. You know, San Antonio would be making better, more noise because they've lost like twenty three or twenty four games since November second. There you go. And they're they're yeah, like, like they're lucky that the have sucked all the air out of the room in terms of being horrible. You're right. The whole thing urinates me off because they're they're erasing the seventy sixers from the record book. The uh, seventy two team. I did a interview with a guy who wrote a great book on that team, uh, and then the. Um, that was the Steve Mixlet. That is correct. That was when Wilt Chamberlain left them for L.A., and their owner basically ran out of money, and they threw a bunch of vagabonds out there. And then 
The other team was the Scam Hanky. I call him Scam Hanky, not Sam Hanky. But the Scam Hanky Sixers who Brett Brown said, what do you want me to do? He goes, I got a bunch of gypsies. He called his team a bunch of gypsies at midseason. <laughs> mid so, uh, Hughie, on the way out, any final thoughts for us? And you've been a gentleman and a scholar. No, I appreciate you guys having me on every week. And, yeah, the fact that college basketball conference games started last night, I think, in the Pac-12, which means the, I think the SEC starts this week. Everybody else starts this week. So uh, just as the college football season winds down, college basketball season uh, starts to rev up because of conference play. You're so the man, it's brother. It's a great time to be a college sports. Oh, it's incredible. Thank you, Hugh. Good talking to you. All right, you. talk next week. Thanks. Thank you. You know, he's got me uh, – well, my buddy who who knows a lot about the stuff bets on it the whole thing. He said, "You guys are crazy with this talk of blowing these guys out." He said, "I, I love you. You're my guy." He said, "They have ten more players in the NFL than the Vols do." He said, "You guys need to get real. If you think it's going to be a walkover, now they cannot play offense. It's such a weird opponent to prepare for because they don't play offense, Bino." But yet they're so good at what they do that they're scary. It's strange, isn't it? Yeah, I, I haven't felt like it was going to be a walkover, Tony. It's uh, because we just haven't shown the propensity to walk over anyone that can really play. Um, so I, I didn't think it was going to be that. Now, I think there's a really good chance Tennessee wins the game because Iowa can't score points. What must it? You know, be I like wonder be a fan how, of their how many of those yeah. NFL players were on that Iowa team that Tennessee blew out you can go back nine years ago. You can go back and look it up, right? But we had a bunch of NFL That's... players nine years ago. To the phones we go. 865-200-5402. 30 active NFL players is a lot. And a bunch of guys in the secondary. They've Down through the years. For a team that's slow and white, they've produced a bunch of NFL DBs, which is kind of interesting, I think. I think that's an interesting facet to their deal. I love the Ferentz, the Brian Ferentz sidebar that Hughie brought that I didn't know that he doesn't wear any Iowa stuff. I think that's kind of beautiful. That reminds me of Jay Paterno when he had his own little pity party after they did what they did to, their, to, his, to his father. And he sat there and felt sorry for himself. And you're like, what planet do you people live on? What planet does Jay Paterno, what planet is that Ferenc guy living on, Bino? His offense is lasting everything. Yeah, I, I think he could live on a planet that I couldn't afford to. And, <laughs> you know. And by the way, and by they the way, yeah. they were going to give him a bonus for averaging 25 points a game, and he didn't even come close to that. 25 points a game. It, they were, he was going to give some kind of bonus Jeez. just for averaging 25, 25 points, a game. points a game. I mean, I'm like Heupel gets that in one quarter. 20. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. That's a good incentive package. I'll tell you what. If they score 25 on us, that Willie Martinez and that Tim Banks ought to go out there to midfield and do 50 push-ups in front of everybody. Yeah, right on the and, spot. and leave their – apparel out there and don't come back are you a willie mo fan because yesterday we had scott doctorman on and he said that one thing you'll notice about iowa's dbs when the ball's in the air they're always looking at it and i said i thought to myself self did i make did i hear him right and i asked him again and he says yeah they're going to track the ball when the ball's in the air they're 
always looking at the quarterback. Sounds a lot like us, Bino, kind of, doesn't it? Well, I mean, if you if if you play strictly zone, then that's going to happen for sure, more so than when you play man. I'm not a huge Willie Mo fan, mm-hmm. uh, but we haven't had many secondary coaches I've been a fan of. It's it's just a, a extremely hard position to coach, and when when you've got you know when they they teach you not to look back for the ball uh, until right at the time you're supposed to. And when you're always trailing the receiver like our DBs are, you're not going to look back for the ball. You're trying to catch up to them. Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime next week. Garza Law, fifth quarter fan reaction on Monday. Brian, when's the basketball team back in action? They play Tuesday at 6 against Boom. Norfolk State. Boy, that's going to I be think it's a six o'clock start. A thriller not played in Manila. Let's go back to our phones, and we'll get our next call in, and say Happy New Year to our next callers. Our final show till twenty twenty four. I'm excited. Hello and welcome in. Happy New Year to my favorite. There guys she is on the, the air. The greatest find of twenty twenty three. You've got a fan in Zach Lawson. I want you to know that. There's a caller by the name of Zach Lawson. He loves you. He appreciates you. He he, and and I'll say something as well. Jennifer, uh, the other day, one of our wonderful sponsors, she... John's sponsor. John's sponsor. She... Ab- I pay attention, Tony. I pay attention. Jennifer Morris loved that you had me reciting the raven the other day and your, oh my God, and Tony, your literary references you <laughs> your literary references oh my god but someone no i'll kidding aside you did such a good job i would i mean really the reading of it was i it, and i'm you know i did not realize myself it was that long and i realized why you had to you know move it on the line but i was getting caught up in it like wanting to know you did really a good job peggy i'll tell you this i did not realize that it was such an a because i'm a you know i play music i was I almost called myself a musician that's kind of not really fair but um <clears throat> i love playing music and i love performing yeah. so the concept of doing that had me thinking maybe I ought to get into some spoken word stuff or maybe we ought to like play I mean, a tune that was really and recite good. it yeah. recite poetry but I would be drawn yeah, to like a really depressing Poe had me in the raven yeah he until had, I heard you recite it he had you in it he talked about yeah. Bino in it the least of Lenore <laughs> <laughs> what a simpleton! Hey, we still got to keep up with. You know what? I start calling Brock Purdy. That's my Holden Caulfield right there. <laughs> Holden Caulfield, you know, she got us on that. My wife's a literary major. Uh, was a literature. <clears throat> she got her undergrad in that and she and then a grad yeah. and then a graduate degree in food science but she uh she said she's abusing you guys on the air Halton Caulfield does not play sports she was texting me she goes she, Peggy is like <laughs> abusing you morons you unread unwashed masses morons <laughs> look guys now I'm gonna tell you something though let me tell you a lot of this stuff I learned 
thank God for whatever they went. I grew up, we had the World Book Encyclopedia, and I mean, I stuck my nose in them things because it fascinated me, especially the one that had the, you know, it's like an overlay of the human body, and, you know, it was just really fancy, but so interesting. And watching Jeopardy, you know, I watched that ever since it came on in the 80s. Well, Peggy, I used to read when I was a kid kind of the same thing, right? Because you were so unexposed to things. I found myself, you you know, that human body thing where they overlaid it and you saw like all the tendons. Then I went to National Geographic, Bino, after that. That was the next thing I started reading. Well, we I, I never saw anything about the lease to Lenore and the sporting news. It's my Inter- problem. Interesting. And the Knoxville News Sentinel, of course, we always got that. Yep. On, you know, Daddy'd have to go get that on Sunday, that big old thick paper. But oh, my he gosh. had to know something about racing or, you know, because yep. then if you got, I think we got six and ten. That, Six and ten out of Knoxville. Yep. Uh, we didn't have the third one yet, you know. Uh, I was one of them kids that had to go out and turn the antenna so he could see something uh, in a storm. <laughs> well, you know, Peggy, at the end of the day, are you worried about this Iowa game, yes or no? Well, no, not really, because, hey, look, guys, I used how to be just... Uh, I felt kind of weird about this thing. And, yes, Tony, you did break this before anybody because the day before when you give uh, Bri that Christmas present, the NIL card. That's right. That's right. You done that even the day before. And we opened it up, and it was Nico. That's right. She's paying attention. And then I was on that night, and I hardly ever get on Instagram, but for some reason, I was kind of, somebody put something interesting. And the first thing I saw was that, uh, it's on Instagram, and it was by that RW whatever, and it was like, it was like Nico was, had made an announcement, but so I posted on Twitter, and I go, you know, but they were saying it was fake account. You can't trust anything on there because I'm going to tell you something. Richard G. West probably broke that story, Bino, at the end of the day. It was the middle of hey, I, no. I've got I it agree with that. I, mean, I agree. Richard G. West had it before anybody, <laughs> Bino. And they That's said the first it was. Thing I, I didn't believe. And it was the first thing he <laughs> Bino said that was the first thing that he didn't believe that that guy wrote. Bino, see, I didn't know what to think because it started. This was my question. I thought putting fake stuff out there is one thing, but that in the middle of all this, and that's you know, I I don't know. I begin to think I believe this is real. This ain't no freaky little made up headliner. Say, say. He got a hold of something before everybody else. He broke it. He broke that story. He also broke a story on the Titans la- this year that their stadium was uninhabitable. So that is a couple he, sports a, books. is he a, 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 like a satire artist? Why did people say? Yes. That? He, he's a satirist. Okay. Yeah, he's a satirist. He, he's making fun of the whole thing. Uh, he cost well, a gal a job at some point. Every once in a while, his... Uh, his stuff has uh, been of consequence, but uh, Richard G. West has called the show before. Uh, he does listen to the program. He's an absolute, I, I would think, abject simpleton uh, with a wicked sense of humor. Well, I, he had that on there. I, 
Look, if anybody else says on there, because I, I haven't been sleeping good, so I've been on there pretty uh, We've good noticed good. that. We've noticed. My <laughs> wife's been up with you. When you're on Twitter, she's following your Twitter storms in the middle My of the night. Them 49ers, honey, got, but I, what, I look, it's just open. Now, to explain something to me, Tony. When they say they is uh, in their division, they are like, ranked first in their little division right right. now that's right okay they have the number one seed overall too if the niners went out if the niners went out and they've got the lammies and i think arizona they're through the lammies are going to be hard for them because the lammies are playing really good ball not to be confused with lamb weirdo steelers who are a pretender in every sense of the word but i i think at the end of the day that it's going to be san francisco and the Buffalo Bills. Bino, what are your two picks right now? I want to know. Put it on paper. Mm. AFC, NFC, Bino. I'll take, uh, I'll say that we saw a preview of the Super Bowl the other night. I'll go uh, 49ers, Ravens. All right, Brian, what do you think? Right now, I want to know. We've got a couple weeks left here. You know, um, I would I wouldn't sleep on the Cleveland Browns. This guy's really hey Peggy, I gotta go. I'm, my stomach hurts. You can't do I, that to me, Brian. 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 Don't do that. Don't. don't God, don't urinate me off. I mean, the thought of Jimmy Haslam, club fed How Jimmy. How about the Eagles versus Browns? I'll say club Eagles versus Browns. Club fed Jimmy. So you can you can play them in Super Bowl. Club fed time? Jimmy. We'll get to some more calls. Peggy, great call by you. Quote the Raven, nevermore on the other side. Hour two. This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. 
She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. It's a memory-making time of year. This is Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt. Many years ago, as a little girl, I remember my mother receiving several packages in the mail. That was odd at our house. It was just a couple of weeks before Christmas. She put them away. I learned later that my dad had won a catalog shopping spree by selling the most cars the previous month. We were five young children and had just moved to Nashville from Illinois. It had been a tough year. About three days before Christmas, my mother started bringing out the toys one at a time. I remember her sheer delight as she presented each one to us. You see, we didn't know what was in the packages, but mother did. And she couldn't wait to give the toys to us. I know now that the true joy was in the giving. I hope during this holiday season and in the new year that every one of us will experience the true joy of giving whatever we have to give. From our house to yours, I wish you a very merry, merry Christmas and a joy-filled, prosperous new year. Rubik's Groove at the Mule House in Columbia. Rubik's Groove is your premier outside of the box 80s, 90s, and aughts tribute band. Featuring a high energy, character driven performance, you're not going to want to miss this one. Rock, pop, hip hop, characters, costumes, and videos. For tickets and more information, go to themulehouse.com. That's themulehouse.com. See you on New Year's Eve. Greetings, Columbia. Mayor Chaz Mulder here, extending heartfelt gratitude on behalf of our incredible city as we wrap up another year. As we gather with family and friends, let's reflect on the blessings that make our community truly special and look forward to a brighter future together as we work hand in hand 
to make Columbia an even better place for all. I wish each and every one of you a happy new year. May it be filled with joy, success, and moments that make lasting memories. Cheers to the new year. The two winningest programs in college football history collide. Shade a look, he's got Miller wide open, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! It's Saban versus Harbaugh. Roll Tide, baby, here we go. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines in the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl. Our coverage starts at 1 this Monday. On your home for Alabama football, the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. This is Del Kennedy. Today I'm at Foodland in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. It's a fantastic grocery store with a reputation for the best meat department in Murray County. Guys who grill come to Foodland. I'm talking to Miles Johnson, who's your local grocer. He's going to talk about the weekly specials at Foodland this week. Yes, sir. This week we have two ads. Uh, we have the weekly ad that includes T-bone steak for $4.99 a pound, iceberg lettuce $1.49 a pound, Food Club Black Eyed Peas, two for a dollar, Nestle 24-pack water, three for 12, and Coca-Cola 12-packs, two for 11. We also have a special one-day-only ad, $5 Friday, which includes $5 ribeye steaks, $5 pork tenderloin, $5 15-pound bag of potatoes, and $5 DiGiorno pizzas. And, of course, $5 Friday is a one-day sale, correct? Yes, sir, one day only. And the other specials run until next Wednesday when you'll have new specials, new weekly specials. Yes, sir, next Wednesday. All right, Delta Kennedy at Food Lab with Miles Johnson, your local grocer. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Shout out Josh and Austin Collins playing there. The Collins uh, tailgate this year was one of the highlights of my year. Great Sean Sinclair was out there with us. We had uh, Sarah, young Sarah, singing with us. Being star of the great. I've just never been one of these um, year-in-review people. I know some people do those shows. doesn't speak to me. I don't look at the year-in-review stuff. Do you, Bino? It just doesn't speak to me. never did. Uh, I'm not a year-in-review guy either, Tony. I um, wonder why that is. I probably should be because I, I, I can't hardly remember October, so it would be good to look back and see what happened i i just think i'm a windshield guy instead of a rear view mirror yep yep although i will go down a rabbit hole with you on a like a youtube or whatever but let's go back to the phones it was spitting snow earlier today not enough for our new listeners for us to bring out our closings and our inclement weather school closings and as we spoof that stuff that Let's go back to our phones and get our next call in, 865-200-5402. It's our TLD Logistics phone lines. And hello and welcome into our next call. You're on the air. How you doing, Tony? There he is. Okay, here's going to be my keys to victory. All right, this ought to be good. Number one, be focused. Okay, it's very good. Take, take good care of the football. Very good. Don't beat yourself on penalties. And go, go in that game with guns a-blazing. The bottom line is, if they can put their minds to it, they can definitely do it. Right. And I believe they will. Bino, guns a-blazing. You think we can do that? 
Uh, I think we'll be guns a-blazing. I do. Stay focused, Bino. I believe this team will be focused, yes. Um, put your mind through it. I think if... And into if, it or something. If you can put your mind to it, you can do it. Should have been one of the general's maxims. He missed that one. Titans Bill has added that one. So what uh, was that again? Bill so, said that... Put your uh, foot in it. What was that, Bill? Say that one more time. If you put your mind to it, you could do it. I, know, I just can't remember that one for whatever reason. <laughs> what were the uh, other ones, Bill? What were the other? What was the other one? The one that scares me. Which one, Bino? Don't beat yourself with penalties. Yes, and don't turn the ball over. Those are probably the two biggies. Because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get you to be undisciplined. And then they feast on that because they don't they don't have any offense. That's how they score. That's what they did to Nebraska. That's how Nebraska lost. Nebraska was going right down the field, going to kick a winning field goal on Black Friday. I was going to make money off of that. And I'm watching that in my car or listening to it. And all of a sudden, this quarterback from Nebraska throws the most idiotic interception I've ever seen. And, and, the, and Iowa took it 35 yards the other way and kicked a field goal. Really bad beat, Bino. Really, that's that's but that's what Iowa does. That's they play close games, and they find ways to win close games. And that's what Nebraska does: find ways to lose them. Yes, down through the years under various coaches. Okay. On another note, Tony, you know when we had our little private discussion, uh, you know, uh, I added another person. Celebrity to to our to my women of color Mount Rushmore, Tiffany Haddish. Bino, what do you think Kyle Kyle thinks when his mom's on Bill's <clears throat> and Holt? We're talking about in Nashville. What do you think? Um, what do you think Kyle does when he hears Bill talk about how his mom's radiant like a diamond and all this stuff? And well, it's it's a great compliment, uh, you. Um, but as a son, you probably don't want to hear a whole lot about your mother. Uh, and Bill, I think that, but you you must have several mountain ranges to have the number of people on that Rushmore that you've got. <laughs> Bill's got like a chain, a mountain chain. Yeah. Who are the who? Are, who, who right now? Are, who right now? You got Tiffany Haddish on your Rushmore. Who else is on the Rushmore? Okay, Ann Holt. Of course, I still have Ann Holt. I still have Edie Ellis, Karan Moore, Jennifer Williams, Pam Greer. See, he's got a Rushmore that's you know he doesn't have four. Bino, he's got. He's got like a metastasized Rushmore. Patty LaBelle. Here we go. Dion Warwick. Oh, boy. Okay, that makes sense now, Bino. He's got a... You're all right, Bino. His, Roberta Flack. Roberta His Rushmore extends all the way through the Sierra Nevadas, all the way into Utah. Bill's Rushmore does. It goes over several states, Bino. You're right. He's got more like Yankee retired numbers than a Mount Rushmore. Yeah, and by the way, shout out Yankee Stadium yesterday. That Miami uh, Rutgers game was a great football game. I don't know if you saw the end of that, 
But that Miami team executed an onside kick. And I mean, the guy that went out and tried to play the ball got decrapitated. It was next level. I learned a couple of things. You just don't go against BC in the Fenway Bowl, and you don't go against Rutgers in the pinstripe. No doubt about it. Anything else for us, Billy? You've almost added to the show today, buddy. I'll tell you what. I'd like to give a little message to Ms. Haddish. Booze it or lose it, number one. And, uh, and let's see, number two, if the one thing that will send you to your early grave is definitely alcohol. Billy, thank you. You're, um, you're a bright light in times of murkiness. Hello and welcome into our next call. It's TLD Logistics phone line. I want to remind you, Garza Law, Tennessee, ba- uh, Tennessee fifth quarter fan reaction. That's a man right there mixing his metaphors in real time. Don't try that at home, boys and girls. But we're on as soon as the bowl game goes final. Hello and welcome into our next call. Tony CK Bogey. Bogey. CK to the nine. I don't even know. I don't know my name. I don't know what my name is. No. Bogey. No, at this point, it's whatever. It is what it is, yeah. It's never been CK uh, to be, the par, and it's never been CK to the birdie. So CK to the nine to the bogey is. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, uh, Brian and uh, Bina, hello as well. Um, uh, I had two pearls to share with you today. I called early, um, and you stole one of them, Tony. Something about using your head you for stole- a hat rack or whatever? <laughs> you stole one of my pearls. It kind of reminds me of what Nathan, you know, when he came into King David and said, gave that illustration of the sheep, and he said, uh, you know, the guy had one sheep, and then this guy with a lot of sheep took his sheep, and David was incensed, and then Nathan said, you're that man. That's kind of how I feel. You're the man who stole my pearl this morning. No, it's always Uh, good to be compared to Nathan. Thank you. Yeah. Um, But listen, you you know, you're a professional. You've had... You've forgotten more good takes than I've even thought of. You got a great voice, man. <laughs> uh, but you know, skipping all that it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nothing else matters. About the Oklahoma- I was going to talk about the Oklahoma quarterback. What'd you think of him? And we're going to see I him next he year. Pretty good until the fourth quarter. <laughs> well, you know, and that's what struggled. you do to kids. <clears throat> that's what. Uh, Iowa tomorrow, or tomorrow, Iowa in that game with us, I think it's very simple, uh, Ewans. They want to get that game to the fourth quarter to the point where the possessions matter, to the point where Nico goes out there and for the first time he feels that feeling of uh, it's one thing to do it in the first quarter. It's one thing to do it in the second quarter. When the game's on the line, that's how Iowa wins these games. I mean, they just keep keep in the game. And what Oklahoma, what happened to them last night is that kid had tremendous success early. I think they had a 24-point flurry in the middle midway point of that game. It looked like they were putting it away. Yep. And Arizona just kept coming and got him to cough a ball up, and then he coughed another one up, and that was that. So, And I think that's Iowa's goal tomorrow or, or uh, when they play us. Oh, I agree, Tony. And and here's the other thing. My second pearl, which Hughie kind of stole, mm-hmm. was that Iowa has a pretty good punt returner. 
I mean, he talk, I, I think he said that their punt returner got hurt or something, but they've got a good one. That guy's good. But you know, the here's, uh, the, here's the deal, though. Nobody returns Tennessee punts doesn't against allow us. punt returns at yeah. all. We, we have well, a guy that rolls here, out. You can negate that. Yeah, the mad Aussie, you're not getting a punt off against him. Now, they might be like a punt. A, Go ahead, Bogey. They did, uh, they did lose the real good returner to injury. They did. Uh, um, Bogotan, he's a DB too. So. Dijon, their best DB, who's a great athlete. He's one of those future NFL guys we talked about. Off the top, I said this, and I, I'm just, you know, word of caution. To the people thinking Tennessee, and Tennessee might blow them out, okay, because they have no offense. So it's a matter of can you do what you want to do on offense, or in our case, can you maybe hit two big plays over them? Watson Brown thinks the formula for success against them is to attack the middle of the field, Stretch their uh, safeties out. They haven't seen a team that plays the way Tennessee plays. I cited Nashville Lee, sight unseen, in the blog, and Matt Dixon talks about this. They don't. They do not see this Bryles Veer thing, this crazy Leach family tree offense thing that Tennessee does. They they don't play against it. They haven't played against it. They've never played against it. Now it doesn't mean they won't be able to stop it. I think it's interesting that Scott Docterman, who joined us the other day, believes Bino Jeff that the Vols will go right down the field on him and score. And he said and the entire Tennessee fan base will go, these guys are a bunch of slow, hoopty football players. He said, and then watch the game tighten up from there. I think that's a really interesting prediction from him, Beanstar. Yeah, I, I do as well, Tony. I do. Uh, because that's the way I will feel. If we go right down the field and score on them and have good pace to it, um, that's the way I'm going to feel. I'm going to feel like, hey, this is this is another Big Ten defense. It's not what its ranking says it is. He said, and then they're going to turn around from there, and they are going to do the Archie Bell and the Drells, and they're going to tighten up. Or as Titans Bill used to say, tighten it! Let's go back to our phones. What do I know? TLD Logistics phone line. Hello and welcome into our call. You're on the air. Boys, how are you, daughter? Hey, Mayor. How you doing? Happy New Year to you and Bino and Brian. Same to you, my man. Uh, my New Year's resolution is a Final Four appearance for our, for our basketball balls. Well, I hope you're right because I'm sure not expecting No. That's when it happens, Phil. When you least expect it, that's when it happens. Well, I would be a pleasant surprise. I mean, Brian Hartman's got the Browns in the Super Bowl, for crying out loud. Yeah, I heard that's kind of comical, you know what? Yep, club-fed Jimmy. I really think the key of the game, Nico can't turn the ball, but our offensive line has got to block them and be able to run the ball. If we can run the ball, we can win the game. Yep, and you have your two veterans, including Wright, who are not going to be there? So now the ball, the the game's in the hands of kids. One of whom is kind of a nice change of pace back. Can he be in every down back? And then Selden, who has been Selden seen uh, this year, uh, being star. It's going to be an interesting deal there. That's because that's really important to be able to run the ball. Yeah, I, I don't know that we have a pound it back left, Tony. But uh, my concern, really, from our back standpoint. Is not how they'll perform with the ball in their hands. It's it's how they'll protect Nico. Mm. So, hmm. Good point. I do throw, I think we all throw deep. I'll just stretch their defense and see how how good it is. You know, Phil. 
Well, this um, this Iowa deal, do they scare you being uh, uh, um, Philly? Are you afraid of no. them? No. No. I'm not scared. They're not Michigan or Ohio State or Penn State. I mean, they don't have SEC athletes. Uh, uh, those schools do. And, uh, uh, they have 30 guys playing time, in the NFL. We have 20. I mean, they've got they well, got a pretty good program, apparently. Yeah, we had 20 years of misery, Tony. That's a good point. I mean, Butch Jones beat him a few years ago. That's a, that's a good that point. That clown can beat him. I mean, mean Hobble's got to beat this guy. That's a good point, Philly. And all these quarterbacks that I've been seeing, freshman quarterbacks, most of them have played well in these games. Miami, Florida trotted one out there. I think Rutgers trotted one out there. Uh, the Kansas State quarterback looks like a future pro to me. I don't did y'all watch that game last night? I absolutely did, yes. There's a lot of good young quarterbacks. X texted me and said one of the great things about these bowl games is this panoply of good young quarterbacks we're getting to look at here. It's kind of fun. Yeah, and they're pretty lazy the next year. Well, uh, speaking of next year, all these rumors about the, the Stewart kid in Texas A&M. Yep. I heard you talking about him yesterday. Yes. Is there smoke with the, uh, the smoke that's coming up on this? Oh, they're involved with him, sure. I mean, he's a he's a really talented player, but he's a risk-reward guy, as I said yesterday. He could be a, a great one-year rental, but if he's not managed properly... You need a strong position coach over him. If he's not managed properly, he could turn into a really divisive guy rather quickly there for any, well, for any program. Do you know anything about this receivers coach we have over here? What kind of uh, – I, I think he's a decent coach, but does he have a dominating personality? I have to dig, I'm going to dig on that, Phil, because that's uh, it's interesting. It's interesting you ask me that because it's on my list of things to check on later on today into the weekend. Because that'll be a front burner thing once the bowl game's played. You know, guys, it may be Texas A&M's offense. It may not be his fault at all. Stewart has never ever lived up to what people say he's supposed to be. He looks like a he looks like a combine warrior, but he never puts up any real numbers. You know the book on him behind the scenes too. As I've tried to compile some information on him, and I'm I'm just calling it like it is in real time. That's what we do here. We had questions about Brew McCoy, and he came here and was a solid citizen. But there were still questions, and we asked him on the air. That's what we do. So the book on this guy is he's a social media star who doesn't really need the money. At times this year at A&M, he, with that old staff, and maybe this was part and parcel of what was going on under Jimbo Fisher, but he sort of went into business for himself. Uh, they, they had like a a borderline um, wide receiver room mutiny at the way the offense was being run. And maybe he had a good point, but apparently he was in the middle of that. Uh, the new staff at A&M kind of made a decision, we're not going to mess with you. Um, after looking under the hood and interviewing various people, and there were holdovers on that staff who just sort of encouraged them, hey, you got to kind of move on here. And the Elko guy's a no-nonsense guy. He's a defense-first guy. He ain't going to have time for that. Josh Heupel's a culture guy, but he's also somebody that knows they need playmakers. Yeah. And so somewhere yeah, in there, be, yeah. Is he a junior to be? Just to have he's one a one-year year rental. Yeah, he's a one-year rental. 
Well, if, if he's better than Squirrel White, I take him. If he's not, don't take him. But what about well, Squirrel the, White? I, I think he's an average receiver at best. What about the disruption factor? Where does that come in? Because that well, is potential here. Well, we've already seen disruption factors uh, since I've been here. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm getting the one. I mean, we're loosey goosey over there, and uh, our lack of discipline the last uh, these last especially since the South Carolina game of two years ago to now is uh, kind of perplexing to me. Thank you, Philly. You're the man. Happy New Year to you. The thing about the whole, all the penalties on the field, I think is what Phil's talking about, because off the field they've been pretty exemplary. I mean, you've had a hiccup here or there, but whatever. You know, is that a little weird to be a really heavily penalized team, but you're pretty disciplined Otherwise, it's Josh Hype's they, brand. They go ahead. It's his brand, Brian. It's how they play. The, at uh, Central Florida, they were among the most penalized teams in the country year in and year out. It's his brand. I mean, at this point, it's his brand. It's a fair statement, right, Bino? I mean, at this point, that's kind of how you play. Yeah, uh, and, you know, I can I can put up with the penalties on the offensive side uh, uh, due to tempo. Because I think that's a trade-off. I uh, yeah. can't can't put up with the uh, post-whistle penalties defensively and that kind of thing uh, that we seem to have a number of. To our phones we go as we continue the conversation as advertised. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Tony. Josh, your boy. Wings. You know, uh... You better be, uh, you better be getting ready for a clipboard, Bino, if, uh, Ohio State was not on, uh, Monday. You're getting a clipboard, Bino, uh, shoved uh, right up your rear end. Uh, <laughs> Joshy boy, I'm nobody to follow right now, but I, <laughs> again, if I live to be a hundred years old, I'll yeah. never lay points with Missouri against Ohio State. Surprisingly, uh, what happened tonight? Surprisingly, that spreads up to five and a half right now. Wow. Yes, uh, I guess big monies came in on Ohio State. Big, big, big money. Tony, it sounds like uh, Vegas is giving Mizzou no shot. Do you think they have no shot tonight? I think they're winning the football game. I'm a believer in play makers, my friend. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I always have been. And Missouri has more playmakers. Now, Ohio State has Southeastern Conference athletes all over the place. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I we believe in playmakers, don't we? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you believe that you believe they're winning, right, Missouri? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Whatever Bino says right now. <laughs> yeah. See, this is a championship thing between me and Bino. We're going to the wire here for people uh-huh. following at home. And I'm in great shape right now. Okay, because this because this guy right here, he looks like uh, Giancarlo Stanton. With runners in scoring position in the middle of July. <laughs> <laughs> I've not only opened the door. I've, yeah. I've, I've. Carlos Stiffen. 
I got a question uh, for Brian Hartman. Brian, do you think uh, that Fafita guy from Arizona, you think he has a chance to win the Heisman next year? But you great, know, great question. It, it sort of seems like a Washington, he's playing on the West Coast. I think I think that kind of hurt yep. Penix yeah. this year. Yep. And I think he's even in a less pro sp- profile spot than Washington. <laughs> You know, it's interesting. If Penix was in the Big Ten and did what he did this year, I think he probably wins it maybe. It's a great because point, Because he's Brian. playing a lot of East Coast games. Yeah, it's a great but point. Maybe, maybe the fact that Arizona's in the Big 12 and they're sort of going to be playing closer yeah. into the – could help him. But Arizona's still in a kind of a low profile. That's a real low profile football place. Penix play. is on – you know, Washington and Michigan are having comparable years. If Penix would have been Michigan's quarterback this year, Bino, he would have that Heisman Trophy. That's that's reality oh, right yeah, there. No what, what Brian's and put up similar numbers. That's that's a reality of that thing, man. It's a brand deal. That Heisman deal, we learned that. It is yeah. a brand award. It just is. Tony, uh did you catch uh, what Pinnock said about uh Texas's uh defensive line? I did not. He was somebody asked him a question and he responded it said uh <clears throat> It's not like we're going up against uh, the Eagles or uh, 49ers defensive line. He's uh, like, I'm not scared. Not scared. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> Josh, you sound so, like you got a you get you you got that crud that's going around, huh? I'm just clearing my throat. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So. uh Hey, how, hey how, are the, how are the grapes looking, brah? I'm coming to get me some grapes today. You going to be around? Grapes are looking great. Oh, my God. You got the big global grapes, those big ones? Uh, I'm not at work right now, so... Uh, Make a call for yeah. me. Shoot me a text. Yeah. Uh, I, so, uh, how do you feel about that Pazon who threw uh, three picks last night for Oklahoma? He scares me next year, Bino. I think him and Nico. That's going to be. That's what this. That's what this is. That's what college football is. Who's going to be able to ramp their quarterback up? Yeah, quick and quickly, and that's going to be uh, their first game in the league. It's going to be crazy there, and that's going to be yeah. a hell of a hell of a baptism for Nico on the road, Bean Star. Hell of a baptism. I hope he's special because you're going to be special to navigate that. Because I think Oklahoma's going to have a pretty nice team next year. Not great. But probably a little better than than we're projected to be, even though they faltered down the stretch after that six and zero start. What do you think, Bean Star? I mean, we're a year away from it, nine months away. But let's talk about it. The Oklahoma game. Are you scared of it, Bino, or no? Oh yeah, I think that's uh, in, anytime you go uh, to play at a tradi- traditional powers home home field. That's it's a scary proposition, and that'll be. That'll be Nico's first Southeastern Conference football game, so absolutely, yeah. it's it's scary. Tony, uh, is it pretty much a done deal that Tennessee's uh, getting Stewart? No, I know as people have projected that. No, I don't, yeah. I don't believe that that's a done deal. No, I think that's a kid that loves the attention. Yeah, loves to play games. Yeah, X made a great point in the blog today. Tennessee has a distinct advantage over many rivals in that they've got this revenue scheme uh, that they've figured out, which, hey, more power to them. 
But they have a mini term now that they've jammed in between Christmas break and after the new year. And I looked it up. The semester doesn't start till January 21. And then you get an additional two wow. weeks when you're a football program yeah. to pull guys out of the portal, which in actuality means Tennessee's going to have till the first week in February to get guys in. So they're going to have... When's that portal closed, Tom? It doesn't. It clo- uh, Well, yeah. it closes to go into it Yeah. Jan 2. January you can 30. take guys out of it. Gotcha. As long as you can get them in school, you can take guys out of it whenever you want to take guys out of it. Yeah. So it's very yeah. interesting. It's Because um, I think most people are under the impression that on January 2nd is the last time you can get transfers. That's not the case. So Tennessee, Bino, can be in the game while a lot of people will, once the semester starts, Tennessee's going to have a two-week to two-and-a-half-week advantage over most of their competition because they have that scheme in the middle of the deal, which I, you know, that mini-term thing, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I call uh, I call things what they are. But it would be a great way to rack up a credit yeah. or get a hard class out of the way. But go ahead, Josh. I'm sorry. You having a show on New Year's Monday? That'd be no. I'm having a post-game show, a Garza Law fifth-quarter uh, fan okay. reaction. Well, let me give you uh, my college football playoff picks from yep, Monday. I'm going like, to make like Artemis on Christmas Eve. Go ahead. We're going with uh, Michigan over Alabama in the first game. Great pick. And uh, we're going. We're still going with the team of destiny in the second game. I like Washington over Texas. No feel in that game. I have no feel at all. No idea. That team of destiny, though. <clears throat> the team of destiny. There yeah. might be two of them. Alabama. You could make the case yeah. could be a team of destiny after that miracle they had with Auburn. God, that makes me so sick of my stomach that they're there right now with a nine and three football team, and I hope yeah, Michigan yeah. puts it on them. Who do you think would have been in Tony if uh, they would have lost to Auburn, Florida State, or Georgia? Joshy boy, I'm telling you, Bino, I took his kid under wing about a year and a half ago, and that's the kind of question yeah. you get out of him right now, Bino. What do you think? I think it would. I think Georgia. I think you're right. I think I think you're yeah. exactly right, Joshy boy. Hey, and Joshy boy. Yeah, um, oh, you and uh, Tony B, uh, a debt of gratitude here, because yep. I'm getting ready to middle this Ohio State-Missouri game. Well, I got Ohio State plus one and a half, and I got Missouri plus five and a half. Well, I don't know about middling things, because I wouldn't do that oh, next well, company. Yeah. But you're yeah. a, a Joshy boy? <laughs> and there he went, ladies and gentlemen. It was yeah, rather hey, uh, tepid, his hang-up today, but there he went. The uh, first playoff had a two northern teams play for the title oregon and ohio state and these last one in the 14 could have two northern teams michigan and washington who are rivals of ohio state and oregon quoting the great jimmy hendrix you got to the north you got me blowing blowing my mind let's go back to the phones good gosh you know come up with that have we uh talked about the fact you've got a tennessee iowa bowl challenge with iowa state playing Memphis this afternoon with the balls playing Iowa Monday. Yes, you mentioned it in the first hour. Bino, did you sell for it the first time you mentioned it? Uh, I think I don't think anyone knew that. I believe Brian's the only person in the world that put that together. Back to the phones we go. And I didn't sell for it twice, Brian, but I love you because, <laughs> I mean, you're my guy. W. Lynn knows you're my guy. W. Lynn noticed it. <laughs> 
you, you and W. Lynn are probably the only two people on planet Earth. What did he notice? I, I missed that. <laughs> Say it again, Brian. Make it three times. That the uh, Tennessee and Iowa are playing Monday, and Iowa State and Memphis are playing today in a bowl game. So he it's wants to say it's like a BS tennis program from Iowa against two from Tennessee. Say it's a Tennessee. No, I didn't notice that, Brian. That's good. Say he sold for it. <laughs> Me and Bino no sold it. We were just like, okay, yeah, whatever. Andy ought to run out there and play Iowa Central or something. Yes, play Northern Drake. Iowa. Drake against Vandy. Yeah. They may be an underdog in that game. There's no doubt. <laughs> By the way, speaking of one double A football, W Lynn, you'll like this. So Goldbrick sent me this today. So uh the Montana Grease are going down to Frisco, Texas. Yep. They were not able to afford taking their band. The story got out. Montana oh, no. State wrote them. A check right around thirty five hundred to four thousand dollars, Montana State out of their athletic department, so Montana could take their band down there and treat their band to a trip in Frisco, Texas, to which my wife said, and where's the reward? <laughs> but that is a great story. A great that's a really cool story. I shun the light on that. It's a great story. I, I know a Montana State alum, and I met one a couple of weeks ago. And once they're not playing each other, they're kind of for each other outside their state. That's neat. I found out. That sounds like Tennessee and Florida. <laughs> sounds like Alabama. I got, a basket, yep. I got a basketball uh, league or Nashville league yep. stat for you. Right. I've been looking at the lines right. in the new Sentinel every day, uh, day of the bowl game. And what, what has happened was all the games before Christmas, which might be called the more meaningless bowl games, Yes, the favorite is 4 and 13. Since Christmas, the favorites are 8 and 3. Tony so plays. So the dogs are still winning 16 to 12. And Tony B plays favorites. And I'm a favorite play. player. No. All I know is. I am like 0 and 28. Poor Brian. <laughs> no matter what. Poor Brian right now. He could find yeah, a family member in a room full of paisans. He could be at Rick Patino's Christmas party and he wouldn't be able to find, he would not be able to pick out an Italian person, poor Bino or Brian. He is stone cold Steve Austin, but he gets up every morning and does it. Which I appreciate, yeah. Brian. There's something to be said for you answering the bell, buddy. Just manage your money and bet lightly. Don't, That's don't right. bet the house brian's about to be on if this keeps up he's gonna be up he's gonna put in like a 25 cent bet before it's over in a parlay <laughs> 17 kicker at 25 cent i was thinking about the what mountain range bills don't have a mount rush more on a mountain range but you know i thought that was a, a great statement well Ann Holt, who listens to the show, will be so glad to know that she's on his Rushmore. Until he heard that he had like half the letter A in the phone book. Yeah. I mean, he had like a hundred names, Bino. He had yeah, Dion Warwick on the like, thing. It's in the Alps or somewhere where this thing is taking place. What are we doing, Bill? I mean, Bill, what are we doing? Mount Rushmore's for hey, you, Simpleton. Hey, Lynn, you got to give Titans Bill credit now. He ran the course today. 
He enshrined some people, and he buried some people in the same pile. It was fantastic. <laughs> but I want to say a Happy New Year to everybody, and uh, you guys especially. And I do believe we're going to make the Final Four this year. I think this is it. So I, that, that's my that's going to be my real Christmas present. We make that Final Four. What about you, Vino? I say Happy New Year to you, and I think you're celebrating a little bit early, W. I'm not, because Dalton Connect is going to catch fire. He's going to catch a fire after uh, the first of the year. Bob Marley and the Whalers, thank you, W. Lynn. I I think that Dalton Connect right now is fighting through an injury. Some of you think that Rick Barnes has already ruined him, and you are sadly mistaken. You are sadly mistaken. And you need to get off Rick Barnes' back. That man's a Hall of Fame coach. Let's see. He scored 21 against Illinois. Did Rick just ruin him like in the last six halves or what? I don't know. You tell me. That's what the detractors are telling me. They ruined him already. I'm like, come on now. Come on now. I've got to go. Turn your show off when you start that Rick Barnes. Well, turn the damn show off then. What the hell do I care? Happy New Year. You clown. By the way, the people that tell you in my business that they turn the show off are the people that listen two or three times. If you've emailed me in the or texted me or whatever you've done, or these people that are – Laura sent me some screenshots. She was going back and looking at her thing on um, Twitch and the other uh, app we're on, uh, the fake book. Listen, y'all, I, I don't have the Twitch thing up in my face here. Why doesn't he ever answer us? But he spends 10 minutes with Titans Bill. Call the show. Call the show. I barely have enough gray matter to get through the show. I mean, I'm literally, if I was an automobile, I'm, I got one cylinder at this point. Like a borderline burnout. Which, that is my New Year's resolution, to burn myself completely out in 2024. So my uh, saying is on the floor in 24. We continue with more on the other side. We, the conversation, Brian, leave a tender moment alone, continues after this. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hi, it's Terry from Tillis Jewelry, your festive gift destination this Christmas. Unwrap the magic with our natural diamond earrings starting at an incredible $99. Yes, you heard it right, $99. Picture the joy of discovering these stunning gems in your stocking. But there's more. Explore our brand new diamond pendants and dazzling stack rings at fantastic prices. Make this season unforgettable with Tillis Jewelry. Come see us on the Columbia Square, where the gift is wrapped with elegance. Tillis Jewelry, making your Christmas sparkle brighter. Happy holidays. 
Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Football season is here, and that means tailgating starts now. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us help you get your backyard game ready. We are open Monday through Friday from 7 to 7 and on Saturday from 8 to 4. Go Vols! Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. 
Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Need a little extra cash for the holidays? From now until Christmas, Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical is giving you a $500 Visa gift card when you buy select new HVAC systems or receive a $250 gift card with a new tankless water heater. And upgrade now with monthly payments as low as $79. Visit happyhiller.com. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Get ready for a shopping experience like no other at Old School Vapor. We carry a huge selection of disposables from Cato Bar, Viho, Raz, Lost Mary and Breeze. We've got it all. Enjoy a whopping 35% off your entire e-liquid purchase, 20% off everything else. Plus, discover the largest legal cannabis selection in the state. Along with a variety of Kratom, Kava, and Glass products, check us out at OldSchoolVapor.com. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Join Center of Hope for the annual New Year's Eve Mule Drop in downtown Columbia. It all starts at 8 p.m. with the amazing Emerald Empire Band. Food trucks, a beer garden, axe throwing, and a cigar lounge will all be there. Hourly countdowns and toasts will lead up to the Mule Drop at midnight. The Mule Drop is free and family-friendly. Presented by Center of Hope. Sponsored by Experience Murray and Baxter Management. No live mules will be used at this event. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Oh, boy. Oh, it's so great. Brian is fixated on this dude from Clemson. Good night. He's wearing me out. Brian, what's this dude's name? Tell tell the world here your little secret. It's you- uh, Jake. The leading receiver for Clemson today so far is somebody named Jake Brenningstool. He's got three catches for 19 yards, and he's actually a Brentwood product. He's out of the Nashville Mid-State area. Brenningstool. That sounds like somebody you'd go see like a – specialist about Bino. <laughs> Let's go back yeah. to our... Do you realize oh, he, he hasn't taken a player out of the portal, Bino? Can he can he win doing that? Can, and that's what you get. Can he win no. Bino doing that? No. No. Not, 
you know, I, I, I think you can still win big, uh, at certain places with, uh, uh, your high school class being the base of your program, but you have to take players out of the portal today in order to play where Clemson wants to play. I mean, if you want to go eight and four in that league, I think, or nine and three, probably you could do that. What are they this year, Bry? Nine and three? Is it the number? They're eight and four. They're eight and four. Yeah. They were four and four, and now they're eight and four. And Kentucky, I mean, Kentucky's active. In, well, you're in this league. You have to be active in the portal. You got no choice. In that league, you might be able to keep your job. Although, once you raise the expectations, like he has there. Um, and then Terry Kennard's son, Terry Kennard, who's a Hall of Famer over there, great football player, by the way, in his day. But they come out, they've accused uh, Dabo of some stuff, really picking on his walk-on son, and who knows. Hasn't exactly been a glamour ride here for uh, Dabo lately. Let's go back to our phones. Obviously, our main course is Tennessee and Iowa on Monday. Are we making the right decision not doing a show Monday? Should we do the Daily Show, Bino? I've been um, people tell me we should do the Daily Show because again we're going for burnout on the floor in twenty four. Uh, I'll say this: no Daily Show. We'll do the post game and we'll we'll, let, we'll have our energy for that. Your your goals burn out in twenty four, Tony. So you do the Daily Show. Back to the phones we go. I'm, I'm not I'm not going to be on. Um. <laughs> Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. Tony B. What's man, up, hey, Richard? How you doing, man? Happy New hey, Year to you, buddy. Happy New Year. Hey, Brian's guy just made another huge catch for Clemson, man. They got it first and goal to one now. That's so. my guy. That's our guy. Hey, you, Richard, you know him, you Richard? Know him from Brentwood? You yeah. Know, you know who that is? Raven, Ravenwood High School is where he played. There you so, go. He looks like he's got yeah. good size, Richard. He does. He's uh, he's he's one of those kids that had to come in and you know put on about twenty pounds of strength for the power of football that he's playing. But he was one of those guys that could stretch the field and very athletic. Got good hands. So um, we recruited him. Tennessee wanted him, but uh, he was dead set on going to Clemson early and often. So, but you know, I'm talking about that. First of all, Tony, did you hear, did you hear the uh, the tweet? From the Kentucky announcing guy, man, who's taking throwing shade at Joe Milton for opting out of the bowl game. What? Yes, you didn't see that. No play-by-play guy. Yeah, oh, I think it was the play-by. Yeah, and, and he he put out a tweet saying, "I don't blame you, Joe Milton, for opting out when I saw when you see that defense and how they play." <laughs> and so uh... he took a shot at Joe Milton. <laughs> And the funny thing is, is that Joe Milton had it had the best game of his whole career on their own field. <laughs> so just just kind of ironic that it, why that guy yeah. would want to throw shade at Joe Milton. So he was certainly good but, when he played Kentucky's defense. He was definitely good. Yes, he was. So <laughs> yeah, so I just kind of laughed, man. I thought that was pretty interesting. Just like but, Tennessee uh, is good when they play Kentucky, like thirty-eight out of the last forty years. Interesting. They're good. Yeah, yeah, you'll have, you'll find it, Tony. You'll you'll get a, you'll get a kick out of it. But um, you know, first of all, let's uh, talking uh, again about our game Monday. Um, well, I tell you what, I think there 
we may have one big surprise coming out of another freshman in that game. I think early and often we're going to work our tight ends, our, our veteran tight ends, but I really think that Hypel has got to play dialed up for our true freshman tight end who's very athletic in splitting that seam and getting down the field for a big touchdown. Talking about I Davis? Just, I can, yes, because he's, he's, he's very athletic, and I could see them you know, setting something up for him later in the game that he splits that seam. So, I hope you're right, man. We're gonna need it. We're yep. gonna need some tight end activity here. Well, you know, Tony, that's the exciting thing. We talk about Nico, but you know, Cam Seldon, true freshman, you're gonna get a lot of run at running back. I love it. Stay right there. We'll start you off with our TLD logistics overdrive overtime. Meantime, if you're a radio listener, I love you. I appreciate you. I thank you for being there. And come back in 2024 when I'm on the floor in 2024. The geophysical year of the caller will commence. We love you. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.